0: hi everyone welcome back to the let's keep it simple podcast today we are going to be talking about an assassination that literally caused the death of 20 million people you might have guessed this already but today we are going to be talking about france ferdinand Okay, so I want to start the story off in the year 1900, which was 14 years before uh, Archduke Franz Ferdinand would die. So let's start off with a little bit of a life story. So Franz Ferdinand was deeply in love, like he was infatuated with a girl named Sophie. Now, he was infatuated with her in 1900. And despite his uncle not being on board with this whole marriage, his uncle, by the way, was the Austro-Hungarian empire himself, Franz Joseph. he still got married to her. Now, his uncle still wasn't on board even by the time that they married, so he refused to attend their wedding. Now, you might be thinking that one of the reasons that his uncle didn't like this girl very much was because she was from the lower brackets of society. She was a peasant. He didn't want her marrying a peasant, but That wasn't necessarily true. She came from the nobility. She came from a family of Czech nobles. And the reason why people didn't like her was not because she was poor. She was not from nobility because she was. But it was because she was from a class of nobles, the Czech nobles, who were not from a prominent kingdom or dynasty in Europe. And because of this, when her and Ferdinand would have babies, their babies would not be eligible for coming to the throne. So, because of this very petty reason, people just didn't like her and people were not nice to her. They were very petty around her. For example, at the imperial banquets, when she would enter, she would actually have to enter each room last. She wouldn't have an escort with her like many of the other imperial nobles, and she would be sit- she would be seated far away from her husband even though he was her husband. Now, even with all of this marriage drama going on, Franz Ferdinand, was, his life was moving forward. He was the inspector general of the army, plus he, would, he kind of remained Franz Joseph's heir to the throne. So as soon as Franz Joseph stepped out of the throne or died, he would be the next king. Now, remember, he was the inspector general of the army, so because of this, he agreed to attend a series of military exercises in Bosnia-Herzegovina in June of 1914. So it's 14 years after this whole marriage drama, so we're moving quickly in our timeline. Now, when he's called to do this, Austria-Hungary had just annexed these provinces just a few years earlier against the wishes of neighboring Serbia. So, Serbia was not happy with them taking this land. Now, I want you to note that because it's very important. Now, moreover, Ferdinand thought that the Serbians were, quote, pigs, thieves, murderers, and scoundrels. So France didn't like the Serbians and the Serbians didn't like Austria-Hungary. Now, even though he didn't like the Serbians and didn't really care about what they thought, he didn't want to go forward with the annexation of the provinces because he was fearful that that would kind of make an unstable political situation with Serbia even worse. Now, Bosnia uh Herzegovina uh, it was controlled formally by the Ottoman Empire and the ethnicity breakdown sorry was about 40% Serb, 30% Muslim, and 20% Croat. So it was pretty diverse considering the rest of Europe and it had various other minority ethnicities as well. Now remember he Well, Franz Ferdinand, he was going to go attend a series in June 1914 of military exercises in Bosnia-Herzegovina because he was the inspector general of the army. So that's just something that he needed to do. Now, after learning that Franz Ferdinand was going to come visit a bunch of young Bosnians, one of the territories that was acquired by uh, Austria-Hungary, they set up a secret revolutionary society, so-and-so, of peasant students, and they began planning to assassinate Franz Ferdinand.